it's me again. You know, from the last episode. Uh, it's Kill Ray. Or you can call me Chris. A.K.A. your favorite host, not Arash. The, the whole thing. A.K.A. your favorite host, not Arash. End quote. Um, if you are downloading this on the day it comes out, you should already know this, but maybe you don't. If you're in the Southern California area, I know. I'm not, I don't live there. What the fuck? Okay. Fast forward, maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds. And uh, if you live in the South, uh, in the Southern California area-ish, L.A. Regent Theater tonight. Tumek's official benefit concert. I'm talking Dilated Peoples, Bamboo, Cookbook. Uh, dude, there's too many people. It, it, it's a bunch of people. A special set by the Visionaries. Uh, did I say DJ Nobody? DJ Nobody. It's... Uh, it's gonna be crazy. There's a bunch of people on the uh, on the bill. Uh, Sig Jackin, Sig Jackin. It's like a festival. It's, I mean, that's really what it is. It's like a festival. I think it's like twenty five dollars to get in or something like that. I don't know. It's it's cheap to get in though, uh, for what you're gonna get, and it's for a great cause. As you guys know, our friend Tumex recently had a battle with diabetes. He lost his right leg below the knee, and he's on the road to recovery. Doing amazing, by the way. Great spirits. He He's planning. I know he had planned the last time I talked to him. He was planning to walk out on stage uh, with his prosthetic because he just recently got it. But we'll see. Uh, I, him just being there is going to be amazing. And, uh, and a visionary set. What's that fucking going to be? I don't even know. That's going to be crazy, though. And so, yeah, uh, that's tonight, Regent's Theater. Uh, go there, it's for a great cause. Uh, the road to recovery, unfortunately, in America is expensive. And uh, prosthetics cost money. Let's be honest, it's a very devastating thing to happen. You know, and for him to be taking it as well as he, he is, is amazing. But it, it's not just devastating psychologically, physically, it's devastating financially. So, which is crazy. That's, uh, that's, don't even get me started on that. Anyways, it's for a great cause. Go to the concert. It's gonna rock. Uh, so today's episode was what I promised you guys last week. I delivered Mike and I an interview. Um, editing this show, I got to really start thinking about, um, I don't know, it just got me in this weird place of like, what are we doing with, the history of hip-hop and not just uh you know in writing but the physical components of that history which are people and and mike and i is one of those people you know i'm i'm i feel like i'm really fortunate to be in a place within the culture that uh like my my i'm not part of the oldest part of hip-hop i'm not part of the youngest i'm like directly in the middle and uh, i think a lot of late 20s 30 somethings um are in that same boat and they feel that like they like new stuff that comes out they their heart rests and that's bella in the background barking uh their heart rests with um a lot of the golden era of hip-hop but by no means you guys know by listening to the show i'm not somebody who uh, throws up a flag for any 
period in time in hip-hop i love it all uh i like people so i like people's stories so it makes me i'm kind of open to all of it i like it all i like it all but micah nine is from this era in hip-hop that and very much part of the catalyst him freestyle fellowship hieroglyphics later on a little bit that just kind of took hip-hop in where we may have had a few different pathways in hip-hop they expanded that and now all of a sudden for you to manifest hip-hop um we got more choices that's the simplest way i could put it the influence that a group like freestyle fellowship and an mc like mike and nine have on the culture is everlasting you can see it manifest itself through the newest of music and countless hit records throughout the history of hip-hop uh is there a connection from freestyle fellowship to like bone thugs and harmony from bone thugs and harmony you know farther on to people like who rap more out of the box more styles even dos effects uh nowadays future dude it's all relevant and it all goes back to a starting point i think in this era of hip-hop we've really started to throw up walls between the older generation and the younger generation and that's because the gap is growing every day so i think it's the responsibility of both sides to come together and uh, really just try to understand each other the the reality is every time i've ever had a conversation with somebody from the older generation of hip-hop and what they stand for and what they tell me they stand for and at the essence of what they're doing and i can meet someone who's like 18 years old and then they tell me their essence and it's very similar it just looks different yeah and trust me i'm i know i'm hearing a bunch of traditionalists go no but they don't understand they they got stuff on the internet blah 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 and experience is an experience and at the end of the day um your experience and the value of that experience is completely reliant on you everybody's experience with hip-hop is legit anyways i'm getting off topic mike and nine he is to me uh when i look at the history of hip-hop and the influences in hip-hop mike and nine's a treasure he's a treasure he's a walking treasure right now uh and when he's no longer here trust that he's going to be seen as a part of this chapter in hip-hop bella agrees this part this chapter in hip-hop that is just is is to never be forgotten and it's it's still very much rooted and relevant today and this is not to say mike and nine doesn't make relevant music check out his project with factor um and i think we'll play some of it on the show it's just as relevant with the music that that's out right now mike and nine is one of those mcs whose technical abilities are so beyond i mean frankly they're so beyond understanding sometimes uh for a lot of people uh, I, I i tell him a story during the episode about listening to them for the first time and not even understanding really what was happening when i first heard freestyle fellowship but nonetheless mike and nine treasure eccentric sure yeah definitely i i think most geniuses are and i definitely think he's a genius the thing i love about this episode is you really get into the mind of mike and nine it's it's as if as if me and arash were welcomed like literally into his mind and uh his mind stops for no one i tell you that right now 
it's uh, he, it's it's all over the place. The creativity is constantly flowing out of him. He can break into song, break into beatbox. It's it's really interesting. Do we get like a bunch of stories about coming up? You know, as an MC, no, it's not what we even wanted to talk about. You can listen to Tumex. Tumex has an amazing, amazing, like, history of Mike and Nine episodes. So check that out where they both kind of chopped it up. But me, I really wanted to know. I wanted to know what his mind was like and how is it to be a genius? Because that's what I think he is. And he, trust me, he's not one of those people who will brag and say that he is. I'm sure if he's listening to this, he feels uncomfortable right now. But the reality is he's a genius. And the mind of a genius is a very interesting thing to me. I hope it is to you. And in making this episode, what I felt really happy about was... There is literally no way, if you're a fan of hip-hop, you're a fan of Mike and I and Freestyle Fellowship, there would be no way for you, most people, there would be no way for most people to ever be able to sit down with Mike and I and just let it flow. Because that's what happened uh, when we interviewed him. The energy just flowed, and it's all over the place, and you might have to decipher it, you may not. It was just fascinating. And I think Mike and I is a fascinating person, and a really great dude. It's amazing. But guys, uh, this is the Mike and I episode. I hope you enjoy it. Here's something that I would request you do, because I think this would be really dope. We've never done this. And I don't know, You let me know. Maybe we, we'll start like uh, letting you know what you should be doing while you're listening to an episode. This one, I think you should be high. I'm not gonna lie. You should be high, because that room was high. The energy in that room was high. The energy from Micah 9 was high. So elevate your mind right now. Um, spark one up and uh, come to Micah 9's living room with us and check this out. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. And they're all perky. Have you ever seen like those little teddy bears? They give to dogs. They'd have that little inside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but imagine if you just put that in your balls. Man. So then it's fun for everyone. What if I put mud flaps like from a car? <laughs> like there's my there's my there's my penis. That would be and amazing. There's mud flaps underneath, yeah. and I feel like that would give me an extra layer of protection as well for whatever other penis things are mud going flaps? on down there. Yeah, hold on, let, I'm gonna go set up mic and nine. Okay, entertain the crowd. All right. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I've pretty much run the course on how much I could talk about replacing my balls with mud flaps. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is the kind of shit we started out with, Mike and I. When I visualized my 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 ball sacks like with those mud flaps from like those diesel trucks, yeah, with, with girls, right, right, right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mirrors or, or mirror, the American flag, yeah, yeah. like uh, I like would flaps though. So like every time you walk, it would chafe because rubber, like whatever the material is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it matters. I think you can put whatever side you want on. Flagellate flaps. I was saying though, one two one two. Yeah, he sounds he sounds yeah, buttery. Sound. I also I can't I hear myself. I want to also headphones. put like like I just hear you because you're next to me. <laughs> oh gosh, gotcha. here we go. Yeah. Wow. Where do you want him at? The man with the golden voice. Ooh. Yeah. What happened to him? We should record some sort of a commercial. Remember the guy with the golden voice? Yeah. The homeless dude. Yeah. They gave him some sort of a, a, a agency deal. 
Huh. And then, I don't know, he might have snorted it all the way again after that. Oh, man. I mean, obviously, Whoa. there's... We should look that up. We should. I don't okay. want to make any... Uh, he might have written Justin Timberlake's new album, <laughs> and you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry, just thinking about it, I kind of want, like, those big truck mirrors on my balls next to the American flag. So Damn. you can see what's and going on. Flats. Yeah, I can see what's going on behind me. Oh, wow. Dang. <laughs> I mean, that just, like, you just took the game up. The whole area is just turning into Optimus Prime at this point. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it would double as extra swim gear. Like <laughs> a, a fin because it's got a flap. <laughs> that is. Like, it just felt that shit. Like, I wonder if I could start it and it would sound like a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start the show. All right. Don't flush the toilet. You are now tuned in to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Welcome to another Kittenfield episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your host, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C. Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Hey, y'all. I said Kittenfield, by the way. You did. That's part of the thing that the listeners will hear about. Uh, our guest. Oh, that's true. Is now a oh, proud you... kitty grandparent. Yeah, you put in like a, a segue kind yeah. of yeah. for later in the show. Yeah, yeah. There, we're going to talk about kittens yeah. in just a minute. And it's going to be. Might have to put that in the title of this episode. I know. That would be great. Right? Yeah. Kitty okay. cats, kitty cats, and ball flaps. Mike and nine, kitty oh. cats and ball flaps. <laughs> kitty cats and ball flaps. Nine lives. <laughs> We're of course brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and check out all the amazing content that's on there. There's music videos and essays and music reviews, and of course our sibling podcasts. There is Culture Sessions, hosted by Melathion Archive and produced by Spock Beats. Spock Beats. The Two Max Hologram Podcast, oh. having made its triumphant return. Yes. Oof. And came out swinging. Uh, yeah. Two Max Hologram Radio is also back up. Is that right? Is that happening? Yes. August. Yeah, Both August. of them are in August. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he didn't skip they come beat. back. Uh, Proof of Life Radio, hosted by, uh, by. I'm sorry. Two Max Hologram Radio comes on. On K Day on Sundays. Live on Sundays. Right. But you can catch it on that following Collection. Friday on Platform Collection right. and forever. Right. Forever. Yeah. Because it's a classic show. Yes. Okay. I want an echo on my voice whenever we say forever. And never, ever. Forever, never, ever, 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 ever. Proof of Life Radio, hosted by Kill C. Ray and Kali. Uh, life on the Road with, with 60 East. East. Yeah. It is Life on the Road, right? The word life is yes, there. Yes, Life okay. on the Road. All right, good. We have an official yeah. title. Life. Oh, that's nice. Life is what you make it. So happy, my dear. Try to make it. I know that you there it is. Ooh. He should take that. I think that's Can 60 East use that on his show? Yeah. Can we do a trap remix of that? And <laughs> have that be a intro? All right, keep going. Uh, of course. Uh, the broadcast podcast hosted by AOL One someday. Yes, AOL One someday. One. Uh, really, though? With Cookbook of Cookbook. LA Symphony. LA Symphony. And, of course, orchestrated with Noah James and Lisa J. Yes. Make sure to follow us on Instant Cramp. Uh, Instant Cramp. On Instagram. <laughs> Instant Cramp. <laughs> Instant Cramp. At Platform Collection. That's one word all spelled out. And on Twitter at Platform Collect. With no shun. No shun. Of course, a shout out to the no Tor Project, our uh, amazing sponsors who are working to bring you a more private web browsing experience. Go to the 
I think just tourproject.org. Yes. Our guest is just singing at this point. And of course, a uh, shameless plug, uh, Burner Podcast, hosted by yours truly. That is over at burnerpodcast.com, covering the Burning Man community and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, tell them about Stitcher and iTunes. And yeah, all. if you're listening to this on TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, or Spreaker. Spreaker. You can Sorry, I had Rolling Rock in my I mouth. I got you. You can go over to crappyawesome.com and listen to every episode all the way to zero. Um, all the way back to zero, where we find out... <gasps> That Mike and Nine is actually a superhero. Oh wow! If you go back to the episode zero, how is this connected to this? You'll see. You'll see. You got to go back and listen. That's just the way it is. Or you can go to platformcollection.com. We start somewhere around sixty-five. Obviously, we're way over two hundred episodes now. I love that. Which is crazy. What is it? Like two fifty-three, two fifty-three, something like that. Um, And Mike and Nine is on. Here I come to save the day. Here I come. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> Micah. Oh, good lord! Like a Micah Nine mouse. I like that. Nine yeah. cat. Micah Nine, you're in the house. Our we're, we're in, in your, your house. house. We're in your house. <laughs> I think we had C. Ray Walls freestyle his whole yeah. interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun, man. Good shit. Oh, Shout out to D Don Skills. I did that one time way back in the day on the radio interview with D Don Skills. And you just freestyled the whole thing? The whole thing? Yep. Me and AC Alone. Shout out AC Alone. Freestyle Fellowship. So, Jupiter. Yeah. We should we should reference the the kitten thing by the way we just found out when yeah we walked in. Shout out Phoenix man yeah my little kitten Phoenix right yeah Phoenix is Felix is the mom she's the mama kitty she had, do we know how many kittens there are we haven't really count it we're still counting she's yeah. just spitting out these little fur balls <laughs> just yeah and then they're like you have you have to lick the shit off yeah. 
She runs to her lair and her following her ass, just all connected and crying. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really adorable. And she was like, the, the, the cat was like looking up at us right now, doing the slow blinking. That's like cat bird. Aww. I feel the, you know, it's not, it's not I love you because I don't know if they feel that, but it's like I feel fond feelings towards you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to what kill you. What do you think? Do you think, you think cats can love you? The love at that moment and they're looking mm-hmm. up and they're like, oh, like share this love, like, oh, share the joy, oh, but not the fleas. <laughs> but not the fleas. <laughs> I agree. We'll be yeah. giving away kittens real soon. To dig. Really? Yeah, we'll be giving them away. They follow on your, on your Instagram? Can they find out about that? Mm-hmm, hopefully, yes. And, um, you know, in the most humane way, you know, we'll do like little interviews and shit. Pardon me, thank you. Oh, Ross is helping my mic. There you go. Now, okay, yes. Can All you right. hear me? Yes. Okay. Good. Sounds buttery. <laughs> yeah, I'm a kitty grandpa. <laughs> I'm so proud of my little Are you already girl. thinking about like college and like, oh man, this is going to cost me until they're 18. Oh my God, there's like nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> like just the little stripes for all the flea guard. And big and yeah. All, you know, and if we get them chipped. So yeah. Oh yeah, that is kind of true. Cat food. Oh man. So who's, who's, uh, who's the dad? I think the dad is this black cat that comes around. We call, really? him, we call him Tyrone. <laughs> and Tyrone, he'll come. He's beautiful, though. He's like a black panther with light lime green eyes. You know, he's just beautiful, right? But he just comes to eat from her plate. And um, he's skittish and shit. But, like, Tyrone, I think he knocked her up. Because some are coming out gray. Some are coming out gray mm. white. Mm. So, I don't know. If I see a jet black one, I'll know it was Tyrone. Tyrone. Yeah, you she's a white girl. Very appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have a conversation with Tyrone about whether or not he's gonna step up to his responsibilities. Yeah, what is his intentions? <laughs> Does he have a job? Yeah, uh, I you think know? he's he's one of those uh, he just let his swimmers loose. Oh no. Oh no. He could have little Tyrones all over the neighborhood. If he couldn't afford protection. Yeah. He did like it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but it just feels I highly doubt <laughs> he's part of the collection man, man really. you think like the other cats are telling Tyrone right now like fuck bro like now you gotta like go yeah, do this you gotta dude. take care you gotta step up to you your responsibilities you have 24 kids <laughs> 24 kids you nothing yeah we're still on the hunt you know <laughs> we're out here rats and mice and <laughs> you can't even go those big rotisted fly you know yeah and the rest of his boys are like going out partying tonight he's like man I gotta stay in alright gotta pull a double shift alright so let's set it up for the listeners <laughs> We're in Mike and Iden's living room. Beautiful, uh, by the way. So let me, let me tell the story about how we got to this point, though. This point is it's, it's weird. Yeah. So I sent Mike a, a message. We, had, we produced Two Mex's show. Yes. So we were at his interview with Two Mex, which was an amazing one. If you haven't checked that out, go check that out. Talk about vibing. They both vibed off. It was crazy vibe yeah. in the house. Um, he, was he scheduled for that, or did he just happen to drop by? No, I think he just did two mechs a solid because he needed a guest, oh. and and then right, and then you came over and because that's happened a couple of times at two yeah, mechs. We're like all of a sudden, did that one somebody time. just shows up, they just happen to drop by and say what's up, and we're like, hey, you want to record a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? You're yeah. gonna sit around and talk anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again for having me. Yeah, man, it was amazing in, in, in my place. It was a very, cl- it was one, of, it's still one of our most downloaded episodes. Oh man, it's all. Up. So that's uh, that's awesome, but um, we're. So I sent him a message briefly after that. Yeah. That was like last year, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and I got an answer from him like like earlier this month, and he's like, I'll do it. And he's like, let's <laughs> do it on these dates, right? But those dates were from last year. Yeah. So they were different this year. 
So, because it was through Instagram. Okay, so you messaged him on Instagram. So a year later, he saw your message. <laughs> in his defense, I'm <sighs> sure you get tons of messages. There's a bunch <sighs> of shit in your 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 inbox. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if I don't see it within the 48 hours, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it took that year. Like, it was a, like a year of energy working all the way to get us to this point. And then, uh, and he recently got back to me, and a man of his word, as soon as he said he would be on the show, he was on the show. Yeah, here he is. Okay, so all of I'm absolved of the guilt. Yes, you are. Business. Okay. You are. You're good. You're that good. Because we're here. We're here. Uh, I just felt I had to, you know, regrind, regroup before I felt I was worthy of the privilege. Oh man, come uh, on now, come on. Uh, okay, uh, so there's there's definitely. But things... no, thank you guys again for having me, and yeah. thank you for being here. And um, shout out Jay, my girl. Yeah, holding it down in the yeah. kitchen. By the way, it smells Fries delicious. Yeah. Um, Frying some chicken, making some tuna casserole. Yeah, <laughs> she does. She does everything but the flies, right? No, you don't chase the flies out. See, exactly. I've already learned it. Shout out Pun. Shout out Joe. Shout out Shaki. Shout out Aja. Mm. Shout out uh, Jada Sarge. Shout out Abstract Rude. You know, just you got to shout your people out. Yeah. You know. All day. Yeah. Every time we talk Project to Project Glow, Good Life Crew, LA Cool, you dig? Yeah. I want to. I want. I want to jump into something like really quick because mm-hmm. um, I, I listened to life. the conversation with, with the conversation with him and Alex um, earlier this week, and I was like, um, you know what? There was a question during when I was listening to the show that I wanted to ask, and I they, we never got around to mm-hmm. it. But it's something that always because um, I discovered your music. I, I remember exactly how it was. My cousin was playing this tape, mm. which was their first tape. Oh. And I came into the room and I, I'm telling you, I literally didn't know what I was listening to. I was like, whoa, what is this new, this is this weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't know what, I, it was so confusing to me. Like it was super confusing to me. Bulbous, cankerous girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this weird Gotta have this look at that. What is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that really, really got to Thank me you. was the, um, the use of vocabulary. Oh. Mm. Um, because we'd seen, you know, people have like larger vocabularies in hip hop, but not at this level. Yeah. Like it was, there's some, there, dude, still to this day, Micah can what song? drop a verse. You can drop a verse and I have to rewind. What song was uh, this or, or, or verse or what? The, it was just a record. I didn't know what it was yet because I didn't have the record yet. Huh. And so I'm sitting there and he's just like, uh, he's like, yeah, these are these guys from L.A., and he was, he was in, at that time, my cousin was into, he was like a B-boy. Shout out LA. Yeah, so he was into it. Um, and I think you guys had gone down to San Diego for something. And he picked up the, 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 the tape. And he was, he was like all in. Yeah. He was like, I, he discovered underground hip hop and indie hip hop through you guys. And so I just kind of followed him. And I was just like, whoa, okay, I want to know about this. But it opened my mind up to the possibilities of like, Oh, it could be more than hip hop. Could be more than just this construct that you know the most of society thinks yeah. it is. Like you could literally 
take you up levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you pay attention. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, during that conversation with you and Alex, I wondered, like, as a child, like, what sent you in that direction? Have, have you always been like that? Have you always been, like, a lover of language? Because that's, like, that's not, like, a normal mm-hmm. thing. Otherwise, everybody would be like that. Well. Well. That was like a, my impression around Oregon. Well, <laughs> but not since I was a kid, man. Just coming out the womb, I remember in the womb, you know, and the prenatal music memory, you know, just on through like that connection with with the uh, prime creator and aspect of that positive creativity, you know, just being creative, really sticking in that rhythm like that. And my mom, my pop, you know, they was fucking with the music too. So coming up through it, you know. They were always on me ever since I came out, you know, holding time and claves and drums and instruments and stuff. And then, you know, um, I just gravitated more toward that hip hop, you know, and rapping and then full circle and realizing how the hip hop and the way I rap connected with music theory and stuff like that. So, um. Oh, so you didn't know that ahead of time. You know that now in retrospect. Yeah, because it was always driven into me, though, you know. From, yeah. From you know the trainers and the music classes and stuff, and both my parents were jazz musicians, and uh, so it was already there. But I thought hip hop was something different. But there is a connection with hip hop and music theory and yeah. musicianship, and, and obviously, so uh, to, to look at it more like that coming together, that sort of fusion, you know, the dance hall aspect, the jazz pop translation, transcribing and, and the delivery tempos and styles and then also interacting and the cohesion. And so those different factors you um, start to put in when you're creating and it makes the process more interesting and at the same time more challenging. Yeah. So with the words, it's just like, yeah, you know, embellishing, expanding on the subject. Yeah. See, but the thing is now I do that in conversation. Right. And so it's like, dude, you could just say, you know, go to the door. And open the door, right? And I'm going like, could you do me a favor? And, you know, ever so slightly sashay to the door. And then, um, you know. Yeah, no, no, I understand exactly. Give interest exactly. to my next you know, Wait, so you're aware of that. <laughs> yeah. You're aware of that, that that's what's happening. Sometimes you, you end up talking too much. Sometimes rappers do. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're in communication age and expressing information. But no, nah, man, beyond the verbose and whatnot, you dig. It's just like, yeah, you got you got that language, okay? You, you, I don't know, I read, read a lot of books and... Yeah. But of course, the dictionary just took the MC, took the aspect of being an MC, writing literature, freestyling, whatever, as a craft right. at, a young, at a young age. Mm-hmm. And, and the aspect of freestyling kind of helps you feel like you stretch out more and see what works, what doesn't work. It's interesting. Like You're saying that, uh, that um, you prenatal timing, but that was an interesting Yeah, phrase. yeah. So it's like, like ever since, you know, it, it, even while you were in the womb, because your parents were playing music, there were yeah. musicians already, like, you had mm. timing already better embedded into it. your you system. better believe it. Yeah. yeah so that's whatever so crazy. So you already came out ahead of the game. Right. <laughs> so it's like, now it's just time to work up the vocabulary, rather like I was than, born in 69, so the mm. con- January, so conception was in 68. So whenever that initial spark, you know, uh, gleam in the eye, whatever it is, that, that became, you know, that moment that led to that moment that, you know, the swimmers getting loose and all of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, and, uh, it was already set in motion. She didn't swallow. <laughs> I love you, mom. It's all love, but really, you know, it just seems like yeah, that's your thing, man, and and it works. Yeah. You don't feel right when you don't do it. You know, it's like you know, like if you haven't had some pussy for a while, it's just like man. <laughs> you know? Okay, am I like you know? Am I just yeah. sort of, 
you know, it's just whatever if you haven't eaten for a while or whatever. But like, you know, I gotta, I gotta create or at least think or have my zone of meditation where I'm just thinking creative thoughts and mind experiments. That, yeah, that brings me to, to thank you, guys. Like, what do you, what do you, what is a daily basis for you? Um, what, what happens on a day? You get up, you know, you shower, sit, shave if you need to shave. Uh, you get the meals going, whatever cleaning up you do, and then. Start with some vocal tones, holding long ohms, just to get the breath right. Um, working out, drinking a couple glasses of water. Mm-hmm. You know, working out, coming back, um, eating whatever it is, the meal you started, and um, going in the room, reviewing the material you just worked on, catching up with the news, social networking. I'm a bit of an SJW. What does that mean? Like, uh, I mean, I'm not really an SJW. I'm more than that, but like... Uh, Social justice warrior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag whatever. Like, so no, that occupies I, I, a, saying, a, a part just, of your psyche. No, I'm just saying, no, not all. But I'm saying more like, I, I know I have some of those ways of tennis. But you know, just checking shit out, retweeting, sharing, whatever it is you're yeah. feeling or agreeing with or not agreeing with. You know, basics, different platforms. But then also just listening to shit and catching up on old material, music, movies, videos, whatever. But then. Getting to work, you know, whatever that feature is, you know, yeah. looking at the cat that sent you the track and reading the concept and the descriptive of the words in his concept, you might incorporate into the rhyme or into the vibe of the song. And even if the beat doesn't sound like it, you want to bridge that gap, so it's still a challenge. And so when the client gets it, they're more happy with it, you know, as opposed to a redo or anything because it sounds good and he's on the subject and he kind of, you know, with the description, you know, they're like, yeah, he did what I had in mind. So is there is there something for you artistically to work on every single day? Mm-hmm. And has there always been? Mm-hmm. Was there ever gaps of... of When I was on tour, maybe, but even on tour, I record. And then um, and do features abroad, whatnot. But then also, you know, just time. I always try to make sure I got an hour or two for myself. Yeah. You know, if I'm just going to read a book, if I'm just going to, like, just fart around, whatever the fuck, just look at, you know, CNN, some dumb shit, or 48 hours, or... yeah. Uh, Law and Order, just dumb shit, fucking Practical Jokers, or, or Carbonaro Effect, whatever the fuck, just dumb shit, catch up on all these millions of shows that I'll never be able to see in my lifetime, but um, Do you help I listen to other MCs and I've been listening to music, you know, following my musician cats and producers as well, yeah. and I'm ready to start working on a new album, so, you know, just kind of psyching myself up for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm always working on something. There's always something to do in my field. It, did you feel like when you record your records? Because there's a, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. I could use more work, though. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I could use more coin. Mm-hmm. I'll let your boy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel like that there, there's times where you look at your craft and then like the business side of the craft and not want to do that part anymore? Uh, no, I want to do more of that part, more business and yeah. learn more and learn how to streamline that, you know, from time management money management um all that you know what i mean but it's not coming from a point of lack it's just more like i just uh, i don't want shit to be easier i want to be better yeah that's all yeah huh no i don't want it to be easier i want to, i want to be better that's interesting yeah because uh, i mean as with any craft you you kind of get to a place where you're comfortable because you get better and better at it yeah and the idea is to keep challenging yourself so that you can push further and right. i imagine a lot of people stop because when they get comfortable and it just feels easy they don't want to keep pushing themselves and yeah. that's where people start to play it safe and they're not yeah. pushing themselves enough as artists yeah or as people as, as citizens as humans you know do you, what, do you, what do you do to push yourself 
Like, do you, man, you I, listen I wake to input? Up, I wake up, man, you know, I give things gratitude. And, of course, you know, catching up on current events and whatnot, you know, um, feeling a sense of, you know, uh, blessing as well as um, purpose, you know. Like, there's other cats that don't have the action you got right now. So, give thanks and, you know, do something with it. So, yeah. you, you, that was what you were saying earlier, too, when you were talking about... Uh, I'm not sure what the wording it was that you were using, but the, the universal rhythm that comes from creator that was already sort of like a part of your timing. Music yeah, was already a part of you. So you're, you do see kind of yourself as a vessel for something that comes to you spiritually, which is creation of art. Yeah, in a sense, no question. Mm. Um, I'm like, don't you? I'm like, don't you? And everyone was like, no, nah, I remember, um, I don't know, I think it might have been JMD, shout out Kai on the island and, and Ezra and, and all my brothers, Jamal Watts and all them on the Aina on... Shout out JMD, one of my um, jazz mentors. He, he pointed out, man, dig, if you look at things in life, you know, you could tell that if you were to do it like in the time signature 3-4 uh, uh, or 6-8, that be it the flight of a kite in the wind or a butterfly or maybe a windshield wipers or like your heartbeat, you know, Especially your heartbeat, it falls into that three, mm. and and you know you can lock into the tempo of whatever three it is you're focusing on or listening to. Yeah, you know it could just be pure movement. That's why you get away with a lot when you're running licks on a three, four, or a six, eight. You know, one and two and three and one and two and three and four, one and two and three and four and five and six, one and two and three and four and five and six. And it's interesting, whatever it one, two, three, one, one and two, three, one. Two, three, one you know whatever it is it's like it falls into a certain rhythm and it's always in rhythm in that the basis of reality falls back to sound and rhythm dig yeah, yeah. so you know with that respect her heartbeat my father's heartbeat that life beat mm. you know that one heart kind of vibration is a connection is a pulse you know tapping into that yeah. universal pulse i bet provides some energy some tension and release some contraction and some expansion at the same time you know that that generates growth that's interesting it's, it, you guys, i'm sure you guys have heard the thing about how uh the, the heartbeat is probably the original kick drum uh, that we hear like that's why that rhythm is still something responsive oh, sure and then uh, female vocals are the most popular vocals in the world because that's the sound of mother's, mother's voice you're always hearing it from the room hey hey nightbingies and that boom 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 Let me hear if I'm understanding this correctly. So you're saying that it's almost like what you're saying is that you have the heartbeat, which is almost like the drums, and then like the space of the contractions are different parts of the melody. Like it's all like different. Yeah. Different layers of sound are different layers of what reality is. Uh, that's not my normal posture. I'll try to align my chakras <laughs> while I'm drinking Rolling Rocks. <laughs> Yo, Micah, who, who? No, but, but no, I'm hearing you though. Sonically though, like just staying connected. That's when I feel better and I'm in my zone too. Like if I walk in the room, I send love to the room, picture love coming back. That's when I'm in my zone. Or if, if it's like if I had an argument with somebody, I'll look back and I'm like, you are sending that person love and picturing the love coming back because you would have resolved that argument mm. a different way, you dig? And so, you know, it's more like practical use for that vibration. 
Were your um were your parents religious? My mom was spiritual. My dad is spiritual. You know. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, they're spiritual and and not like a, a religious gumbo or not, but sure. I know they studied you know different beliefs and stuff and. You know, generally, I know my mom as the goddess. You know, tapped into her her inner her inner consciousness and, and the universe. And, and 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 my father, he's uh, well, religiously, I know that my mom. You know, her family would not. They came up Catholic like that. Mm. But I, you know, there was Hinduism and Buddhism and Islam and. My father, he had baptism and he had Islam and I, you know, the, the Baptist, the, the black Baptist church. So mm. you're singing, because my, my building was across the street from Bethany Baptist, I mean across the alley from Bethany Baptist church. So all my basketball and I was playing in the churchyard. And then, so I had to go to two CCDs. I'd go to the Baptist church, Bethany Baptist church, and I'd walk up the hill and go to St. Bernadette's. And then i go with my aunt and then, you know, we'd be down chanting and stuff and, you know, Vishnu and and uh, Brahma and Shiva and uh, you know, you know why she was into that? Um, she was just just, just self discovery. She, like, she was like a fortune baby. Uh, and then my girlfriend, um, her older sister, turned uh, Shakabuku me into Buddhism and um, Namya Horenga Kyo. Yeah. And, and just you know, so you, but I always dealt with like, you know, peace of the gods and the earth. You know, exposed. To um, uh, fight the 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 uh, shout out born of law, shout out the rule of law, shout out my king of law, uh, the five nation as well as uh, you know, shout out lefty rest in peace, you know, shout out uh, Oliver Beasley X rest in peace, uh, individuals that you know, rep you know F Y in the nation. Um, just different ideas, and you know, there's a world of ideas out there. Yeah. And the common denominator, you know, is love. So, you know, just roll with the love. Love <laughs> might be, you know, an attribute. I would say love is God, even though it's connected. You know, because God is greatest, in my opinion. So, you know, but you know, some love. Love is definitely the key to get closer. Let, and, let me. And, ask and musically, you know, you put love in music, get the love back. You know, you just know it. You just know it. Yeah. You know, athletes or any anybody. You know, you put some love in your grind. You know, you're gonna get your coin. Let me ask you this, dude. Um, growing up, right? I, I'm talking like in your formative years, your mm. you know your early preteens, teens. Did you feel like there was a lot of people that were like you around you at that time? Yeah, and also there was people I was around that I was trying to be more like. Mm, you mm. know, like um, I've learned from people younger than me. Yeah. Even back then, like being in vocal drills with AC alone and Teaspoon and going over AC apartment or something. We was young. You know, we all had our apartments in high school. You dig? And when, you know, growing up and stuff, we had our places and we were doing things. Um, they would have these little things where they get together and have sessions, right? You yeah. Ciphers. Pardon me. You should like auto tune that bird. Yeah. <laughs> I like, will. Like, like, like an echo. Yeah. Like a well. And you call that vocal drills, you're saying? Woo. <laughs> rolling rock. That's that rolling rock. Get the demons out of my mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, Focus. now we have these sessions, wow. right? And, you know, we had already deciphered and whatnot. I've been rhyming since I was a kid, you know, like sixth grade, whatever. So, 
Um, AC, I met him rhyming, AC alone rhyming. He was on another bus during a um, mandatory busing. You know, they ship you someplace or, right. or, or whatever that program was. So I'm rocking the back of my bus. He rocking the back of his bus. And so somebody introduced us. And then we didn't really start meeting each other again until like junior high, high school. And, you know, he had a crew. And then I battled somebody getting his crew. His crew was called MC Aces. And so they had these sessions, right, where not only did you have to beat and rhyme, but you had to beat and rhyme and freestyle, and you had to stay on the subject of what you were freestyling about or what the group was freestyling about. And then so you're just going like, you know, however you beat, you might be beating with your hand, like, you know, beating with your hand, but still treating like a man. Every individual that stands in the streets with the can, when you wonder when if you could expand your operation, it's not no inoculation. Nobody can feel it if they reveal it. There's no solution. Your micro rockless nation, they can feel it when I'm feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really pattern though, too. You have to keep the pattern, you know. And I realized, okay, sometimes the rhyme pattern would be with the way you're beaten. So then to try to throw that off. And yeah. rhyme, and then you know, you've beaten different ways and shit. We, you know, we at the table with it, you know, we like, you know, just like, uh, what's up with one thing? I know that many swing, but some people maybe think that we equal never bring these words. Oh, that was so tight. He put the mic down. Oh, boy, hold up. So, but the fellowship, huh, always loading, and they know that we project loading and exploding, I know you know, fakes and sharks, you know, I like that shit, though. Anyway, the point was that we have these mic drills and shit, and you know, it was obviously deeper than that, we were better than what I just displayed, trust me, because we had two <laughs> other voices, and then they're on me, like, they would stop and be like, I'm like, what, what, what? Dude, you broke off the rhythm. <laughs> just like my, and so, you know, or they'd stop Dude, you forgot the subject. No, we were in the car. We were going to the beach, and you yeah. took us to the stars and shit. <laughs> uh, and then you know, they'd be like, um, okay, we changed the beat. So anyway, that was some good drilling, too. So my father, when I was young, you know, he drilled me with the clavés. I'm just, you know, well, you know, them little two, them, them yeah. sticks, them sticks. Yeah. And so he's teaching me the one four, but I'm all monkey with a young, like, and he get mad, and then he hit me in the head with the claves, and clink, and then I got it then, like, clink, yeah. okay, stars, clink, claves, clink. So I got a good sense of time like that, rhyming with them as well, and then finally just, you know, starting to program, produce, and shit, quantize, and all yeah. that, so that kind of all helps and curl around. Who, who, was, who was your best friend growing up? Uh, best friends, man. There's never no one. There was know. never just a one. We didn't have no favoritism like that, but there's yeah. periods when this best friend or that best friend, you're more on the daily with more on the reg. Yeah. Or, or in times of need, <laughs> they're there for you or you're there for them. Right. You know? And then sometimes, you know, friends polarize, but it doesn't mean the bond's not there. And those are cool, too, because, you know, like, even if we just see each other once a year for a picnic, you dig. Like, yeah. It's like, homie, you're doing good. I'm doing good. And yeah, I, I go on your timeline. I see you doing a whole lot of fun shit. Don't be calling me. <laughs> don't be inviting me to the fun shit. <laughs> but nah, I don't be hard time. I'm happy for everybody. Yeah. And 
but the thing I trip off of is most of my friends, they they do the same thing that they were doing when they were young, but just better. Yeah. You yeah. know, the MCs rhyme that better. Is, the producers it is, produce better yeah. and they teach. And the kids come out fucking with music, whether they like it or not, you know. they And they do it their way. Like, my daughter's in the music. She's a genius. My son's in music. He's a genius. You know, she just graduated uh, magna cum laude um, at my Holyoke, um, you know. Shout out to her, her mom, yeah. everybody. Shout out to my son, mom, my son, producer, programmer, putting together songs, and you know they're younger, twenty one, twenty four. So they're in that generation, you yeah. Know? And then my youngest one, you know, my girl son, Romy, you know, he's in, he's uh, sixteen, so he's in that generation, you know. And 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 his older brother Royal, you know, doing a lot of good things, and you know he's in that generation, that twenty four generation, that go getter type thing. Yeah. But musically, everyone's creative, and so it's kind of like you can't let really fool your family, you know. Yeah. Sure. They'll let you know if they like some shit or not. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, most of the time they like my shit. They like me. But then they'll be like, "Oh, okay, that's a feature." <laughs> were, were, were there were there things that like your parents didn't understand about where you were going musically? Uh, at first, no, because. They didn't have hip-hop. Like, my kids grew up with hip-hop, so yeah. they had it. You know, they knew, okay, this is what it do, because that's part of their prenatal music memory, you know? Like, your mom was pregnant, we going to the club, you know? Yeah. You know, 91, 92, hip-hop well-established by then. And as well as, but we were still the pioneers, and we were listening to pioneering expressions coming up as a kid, and knowing that you could do it as a craft and a lifestyle that, that gets the world to do it and open up workshops that'll be like at the YMCA at Boys Club. Yeah. True turntables and a microphone. Where Come is that? <laughs> so with that said, uh, my mom threw my raps in the trash. Oh, <laughs> man. Really? Yeah, at first. But then when I got on, though, we laughed about that, you know, when I used to... She didn't get hip-hop yet. Like, no. It didn't make and sense she had this word processor when they first came out, the little compact joints and shit. Yeah. I think that's what it was, when computers with the little screen, right? So then, I'm writing, and that was one thing, because I used to be the kid that came out in the morning, right? The rooster that woke all the other kids up because I wanted to play. Every day I wake up, I just want to play. Don't want to take a shower, don't want to eat. Just yeah, yeah. Start knocking on my friend's window. That makes Let's sense, play. though. Because I want to get the whole day in. Right. I don't miss <laughs> you don't want to miss anything. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but then once I started typing my rhymes, it was like, hold on, I can move that word over here. Yeah. And oh, I'm building, I'm crapped. This wow. is like, you know, other than, and I have video games too. So that whole era, I was like, okay, I'm in, but then we still go out, go to arcade, you know, go play basketball, whatever. But it was already starting to change your process, the, the attachment to technology. Yeah, absolutely. Young age, I was, wow. um, so by the time I was in the eighth grade. That makes grade, sense too. Yeah, yeah, so by the time I was in the eighth grade, I'm like doing the code for the, the eyes and nose, whatever, X's yeah. nose on the, um, these little video games and shit, and then I'm modifying the way they look and shit. And, you know, instead of it being a spaceship dumping, you know, some lasers, it's like an airplane dropping bombs or whatever the little dumb shit I was doing in code. Yeah. I wish I, wish uh, I would have stayed with code because I used to work for Peter Norton Computing when I was 17 and just, you know, had a lot of exposure to that the computer science. But then, and musically as well, you know, teching up and trying to stay tech savvy, but I'm a little rusty now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have kids that are obviously very artistic and may indeed end up in an artistic world for a living what what advice do you give to them now because you it's there isn't like yeah. a part of it that you haven't been through well we stand on the shoulders of giants yeah you know yeah. so a lot of stuff that you guys take for granted you know motherfuckers have to really work hard for it you know yeah. let's say yeah. like a film for example like a film like 
if you're an art director or something, you know, back in the day they had to build all of those fucking sets. Right. Yeah. Now you could just CGI that shit. You yeah. Know? So, you know, kids now they could just like, you know, computer studio is active. It's active in the Merck Park. <laughs> Hell captive, let the work spark. Let's yap and go get shit straight. Some of these guys got cold hearts. Oh, I just heard 808. Did you yeah, hear that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I felt yeah, that right now. Yeah. yeah, I just like this mic. It's so good. Good AKG. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got Mike and I in approval, Chris, on the, the Thanks, man. Here. Thanks. I think it makes it sound really buttery. Yeah. Really really butter yeah. yeah i wonder what that's like mike and i walks around all day like we just heard sirens go by and you immediately got sucked into music like is there anything that you can listen to or feel around you that doesn't immediately go to music yeah um yeah does the music ever know. turn wait, wait, on wait, i just said yeah i don't yeah. lie <laughs> do you I remember a time know. when it was when the music just turned off yeah it's like oh you're you're hearing music in your head when there's no music on yeah, yeah. Well, uh, at least not on the radio nah, or whatever. No, no, no. I don't drive me crazy. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, when you're beating your ears too much, you got to rest your ears. Yeah. And also, you got to rest your mind from, you know, you've been thinking about music and doing that shit. I think to live life, right. that way you have something to bring back to the music when you're in the session, in the room, in the booth, right. or in a, in a creative, you know, thought process. Hmm. I know, I wouldn't want to be just feverishly always yeah. thinking about music and why. That's what you're saying. You watch like Law and Order to get out of the, get away yeah, from that. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> eating I potato like chips. Law and Order. It's just my girl. <laughs> yeah, she likes the realm of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I always clown her. Oh, oh, first forty-eight. Okay, she's watching that. Then I go out to go come back. She's watching like forensic files yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or i come back in the room she's watching uh that's what eddie does Law and forensic order. files yeah no Bonk. he just watches anything where, where there's murder yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny what's that sound from law and order yeah. <laughs> i love that sound and they push the storyboard along so quickly so you know it's something's gonna happen right, next. right. But, but, they, yeah. but the way they yell it is just crazy <laughs> in the play but like nah man just do do you, I mean, other, other than like those shows, do you, is there something that you watch that, that you're stuck to right now that you're just like, this is so good? Right now, I kind of like the guy, the idea of the four friends and the practical jokers. Like, because yeah. I'm, I'm hard mm. to laugh. I mean, I can watch Lucille Ball in the morning just to think of a time and a place where things were a little more innocent. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody black and, and yeah, the yeah, show yeah. Lucy. Or I'll go online and look at some Archie Bunker or some shit, fuck with like just old materials or just Kim or whatever. But like the, the practical joke is just the idea of friends embarrassing themselves. So you think about the premise and what you and your friends would do. And yeah. then picture your friends as them doing it. Like they're just off the fly, like giving each other instruction through the mic and the headpiece and their earpiece, right? So whatever <laughs> their play is, you know, one of the friends is going, say this, say that whatever and it's just so funny because I, I'm just watching this shit and I'm tired but then I'm laughing and then I'm crying and then I'm like alright this is a good show 
So, other but than you're not. That. That's the thing, though, Micah. You're not not creating. Like you're you're still creating. Uh, like when you're watching it, you're creating like an yeah. image in your your mind of your own yeah, show and yeah. like what I would do and like. Does that ever turn off? Oh no! Nah. And I feel you. I'm the worst person to watch a movie with sometimes because I might make <laughs> instead of comments on the plot, I'm like, oh, that was nice lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Or the way they pushed and pulled on the image and the wash on the film and the graininess is really nice, you know. And can we just watch the fucking movie? <laughs> My girl's just like, she hard. She's like, can we just watch the fucking movie? Really? She'll just look at me and go, really? And I'll be like, you know, nice font for the credits, you know, just yeah. whatever. Like, uh, But I do like screenplay writing and just aspect of writing in general novels, any kind of, you know, premise of writing is is always impressive to me especially when it's done well and i learned from like i did a song one time for some cats in texas uh i want to shout out six oh i want to shout out some other cats a song called treatment mm. and whereas you know i try my best to break walls you know like not just the fourth wall of talking into a, a pov of a camera lens but the treatment is what you would call you know the pre-storyboard or whatever for you know yeah so the song is called the treatment and then I'm rapping about how the song came together and how the video came together and already pre-visualizing what the video would contain with sound effects as well as dialogue and narratives included in the way that I did the verses. And so it was kind of like a round robin effect, you know. And um, just with that said, uh, next chapter. <laughs> uh, next part, brain part. <laughs> have you? Have you? Can you think of the last time that you did some sort of art, like some sort of music or movie that really didn't make you dissect it? Like, does that ever happen? No, man. Even in my own music, it's like uh. quirky tunes you do, but what's weird about that is you hear it later in a different context, and then you like it again. <laughs> and when you like it again, you're like, I'm glad I did that. Uh, Mike, you know? have you? I mean, obviously, at this point, there isn't anybody. But that young squeaky voice you can hear is, is him reaching, and you can see the growth. Yeah. And just how his ear bends, and 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 it gets better when you start to find your range, and you start to learn more about scales and stuff to hit. Is you know, you can just, you know, a lot of people start shadowing the music, and so their words on top of the bass. And, yeah. But you know, you want to dig a little deeper. You want to you know get some different melody lines. You want different. So I love what the young cats is doing. You know, it's a culmination. So you yeah. can stand on the shoulder of the giants in the aspect. How of, did you know that's what I was going to ask? <laughs> you got synchronized right now. Oh, that's sudden. weird. We stand on the shoulders of giants. We got synchronized right now. Yeah. I was literally going to ask him if he pays attention to the, the younger. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Factor. Shout out Chesky. Shout out Fake Four. I want to shout out Urbanet. I want to shout out Daddy Kev and Alpha Pub. I want to shout out M9Entertainment.com or M9ENT.com. Or you can Facebook me at myka9.com. Well, that or, answers the last question. Or really Micah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Kanye, but myka.nyn. And if you're listening, you can just go to platformcollection.com yeah. and all his links will be there. Platform yeah. Collection. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but the, the, wait, where was, oh, oh, that's what I was asking you. Real so quick. I said this on the show the other day. Okay. You need to hear this. I said that, in my opinion, my humble opinion, mm-hmm. there is no so future without Micah 9, the mm. artist's future. Mm. Have you, are you guys familiar with him? Are you familiar with him, Micah? Yeah, uh, designer got his shit yeah, from yeah. Future, and then some people say Future got his shit from um, the white boy, Zach. Sure. And, you know, and, and people influence but each other when there's a movement. It back. But when yeah. there's a movement, though, it's like, you know, like, for instance, me, rapid fire delivery rap or jazz inflections with a little dance, or, you know, or, or quicker chat style. 
isn't just mine to hold and own. Sure. You know, you give all due respect to the Almighty, really. Mm. But like, you know, just because I chop and AC chop or, or bone chop or bus driver chop, you know, it's different chops and different voices through that chop and different songs and subject matters and entities, you know, sentiently speaking, you know, so. So you've always been at peace with that. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, I've always wondered. Not, I always I've always it, wondered because you have like, to know, but it'd be right? Ego, yeah, you did. But then it's like ego. But feel like it's I mean, me. I don't know like, if you're in that position like, that that me. could be argued. Uh, no, I try to say that we help get the world to free sure. for instance. Sure. Or help help redefine what freestyle but, means. But I'm talking about a specific dig. You know what I mean? Like people working cadences in a way that simply didn't exist until you you started doing that. The ones we really want, we really get what we met together with. Can never cover the regret of who we lose or never left. It may be harder to forget what we may not have had and yet we carry on without the threat. It could be life or could be death. I'm expressing feelings and if not me having lifetime. It's running out, ain't no one keeping me from getting mine. And body sounding, all my faculties, I'm feeling fine. I'm in my prime, they call me Micah 9 from up on it. No return, I gotta join. I wouldn't burn a bit of note with a term called love. Learn the tone, I gotta earn is above all concern. No how you're for the buzz of a money high whistle with your fool you a funny guy wanna lie but the baby that you owe me no one know me better run the hide or somebody gonna die in the way my baby going out no food in the little tummy ain't tonight on my ride in the photo drive by with the low low with a faux faux taking no dose 24 7 and i got an ak 47 and a 357 in my disposal for them bozos making a proposal so i don't flow show hoes no a nigga non-go diggable jiggaboos they so despicable once we really want we really get what we met together with can never cover the regret of who we lose or never left it may be harder to forget what we may not have had and yet we carry on with Without the threat, it could be life or could be death. It's the sound of the rate of the beat of the heart of a fake that I had to be down for what similar sound that he said that he didn't create. He regretted the rumor and riddled the paramedic into the hospital. He, after surgery, pulled a perjury. So I put that punk out of his misery. He insulted me. I consulted three of my very best friends, myself and me. And we all agreed that he should be in a place full of nothing but RIP. See, I try to be very lenient. But when some of them get disobedient, it's the ultimate measure makes me pay with pleasure. If they might be two ingredients. The ones we really want, we rarely get what we met together with. Can and it's that that remnants of that still they're they're, they're apparent yeah, right now even in the young chop right now across the board you hear cats and influences and with me whether they you know put the nigger word on it and make it all niggery and all all you know fuckery and shit uh-huh. or whether they do it in a way where it gets your attention but then it's conscious because there's a lot of young conscious cats out here believe me and i feel like okay an artisan with the craft that's established obviously has an elevated mindset so they doing this on purpose yeah you know maybe just you know sometimes you get and you know there's good work they doing yeah young cats older cats too when you can really hit them streets hit that dirt and let them know you come from that dirt and you get their attention people are still in that frame of mind they they climb with you they might learn just one new word from hearing your song yeah <laughs> yeah they might actually go online or go to wikipedia they might actually do the research <laughs> you know and at other times, it's like students that are working, you dig, the word nerds. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'm studying that right now. Fuck, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, um, gravitational lensing? Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Um, how uh, light speed is skewed because there's cosmic dust? Wow. So now we have to redate everything. Wow. You know, like, he, he put that in a rhyme. I like Micah 9. Dude, <laughs> Micah, when you're writing, when you're writing uh-huh. I've always wanted to know this about you, like, who are you talking to? Oh, wow. It depends. Because you're your first, second, third person. Mm-hmm. And cohesively, I know I could work harder on that. And I don't do enough stories. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and just different um, additives of when or when not to use a quote or a footnote or a fucking different dialogue or voice or voice choice. I just track most of my shit because I do more features than my own shit. And then I'll give it to them to mix and master. But uh, what was the question again? So I can stay on track. Who are you, spe- who are you speaking to when you're oh, writing? Oh, yeah, who are you speaking to? Um, primarily, most of the primarily those who listen, pardon me, and those who know, you know my background or yeah. make new fans. And then hearing it back, making sure it passes my muster for the moment before yeah. I present it or whatever the case may be. And if I'm working with someone, of course, their opinion matters as well. So, you know, that type of deal. But um, mainly, like, in the expression, I'm, that's a good question. Yeah, who are you thinking about when you're writing? Yeah. Mm. Are you talking to yourself? Or are you talking to a specific person? It depends. Person? It depends. Because sometimes I don't want it to be um, premeditated. I want it to be uh, spontaneous. And so it could be a, descript of, a, a description of, of a scene or a set or a sound or a feeling or a moment or a, mo- or a mode or a mood or, or an aroma, you know. And the more I study different arts, the more it brings back to my, my primary base in art. And, and it gives me more cannon fodder to express and expand more. Mm. So thank you guys for being aware of that. That's some fly shit. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely something I, you know, I wonder about. You know, some of the, especially the people who like have. That's what I wonder if people yeah. get it. That's what I wonder if people get. It. Like sometimes, you know, there's different ways because for me, I've been doing this so long, but yeah. I did because I love it, right? I didn't want it to play out yeah. for me or me just to get tired or complacent. So a variety of different creative approaches to this rap craft, right? Mm-hmm. Where if it's just writing per se, and like, okay, I'll go back to paper because I'll be using a lot of phone writing and it's fucking up my eyes. You mm-hmm. know, starting to rhyme from the bottom of the page and writing right to left then the next line up right to left but still on subject matter and and or just buzzwords or you know and then boom hitting it and connecting and just top to bottom or putting your buzzwords at different points and making a connection where you think the line is at just a variety of different approaches and that's mostly for challenging yourself yeah or freestyling a couple bar call it punch style when you run four bars eight bars you might just be hot through the whole song and just yeah. edit out a couple parts and then yeah. pull back parts to double and loop and background so it depends on what you're feeling you know like i'll freestyle some songs just top to bottom one take jake and just went back and and isolated the parts i wanted to background and and double up and stuff so it's a wow. variety of different creative approaches it could be in tribute to a person it could be a, a rap adaptation from a film that was an adaptation from a book uh, depends on the subjects and what features do, are thrown at me, as well as the ideas that come from me. You know, like my last album I did with Factor, right? That was called Famous Future Time Travel, and every song I did on that album was the working title of what he named it when he sent it to me. Oh wow! What he named the beat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Whether he chose to have a feeling and description in his artistry of what it was, which I assume he did, uh, I uh, just, you know, expanded on that, and then. Oh wow! And then. Um, so he set the tone, and then you challenge yourself to. Mm-hmm. But what I love to do, huh. though, as well as doing that, or like the album "Miss All Love," because I got about nine or ten albums to boot my little baby catalog, like. Uh, it's a love. I remember I was trying my best to like hear my voice. Oh, he had the money in his. Oh. 
NYPD Blue. Okay, just so yeah, listeners yeah, know what yeah, happened. NYPD yeah, Blue is on TV, you. and like, there's a dude that the low. cops just caught like hiding his drugs and money like in his uh, fake leg. Yeah. So that's what Mike and I yeah. and Kill Siri just laughed at. Shout out to Mike. Man, don't be making fun of him. He knows what's up. Yeah, he's got. I love my bro. We just did a song last month, and shout out Richard Squared, R Squared, and it was like. He kind of blazed me on the songs, like, you know, he kind of blew up because, you know, when you're on the internet, you're yeah. not in the same room sometimes. And because, um, you know, I live upstairs, he was still yeah. healing. Yeah. And um, I went to visit him in the hospital, too, man. He's so fucking strong, yeah. man. That's my bro. Ridiculous. But nah, the nigga blazed, the nigga fucking blazed me. <laughs> like, you know, I said to my parts and it was on one beat. Not only did the, the producer change the beat, but he compensated over that. Over that beat. And just, he's like, what? You're turning up. He had it so lit, man. Look, Two Max is a champion, man. He's a pillar in the community. You know, there's some of us that I call entities where, yeah. like, no, you don't want to step to them. Yeah. And they might not want to step to you, but you don't want to step to them either. <laughs> like, it's just, we're cool. We're, we're friends. Oh, yeah, because dope MCs, man, it's a lot of dope MCs. They have their own style, their own voice, their own imaging, their own personality, their own presentations on platforms and their own business uh, sensibilities. And, you know, there's a general business model, you know, just like in a hustle game, you just flip, flip back, be at your merch, be at your show. Yeah. Like, also building relationships with people and, and trying to make it pr productive for your promoter, not overcharging, but not undercharging, you know, mm -hmm. just having a, a sensibility of what's fair. Yeah. You know, and, and keeping your ducks lined in a row, walking them dogs, and, you know, you end up getting the results that are meant, you know, and that's, because you can, um, you try to leave no stone unturned, try to cover all your bases, but then also it's just that magic. It could be a hit, or it could be um, a circumstance. It could be, you know, I just think it always comes down to the music. Yeah. You know, and it'll catch yeah. on if it's dope. So, you know, I know I have, you know, uh, a special fan base, I don't know if I have a name for my fan base, you know, like mm. how you get at this rush. Did you give him a name? <laughs> sometimes the monsters. Mike and Nine. Mike and some have the, the, the monsters. You're way better at this. Some Mike have the monsters. monsters the Mike. No, no, that's not. That's like Mike. you know the little creatures. Well, what yeah. would be the Mike and Nine? The the, uh, um, the Mikeys. The Mikeys. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. And you know, I just thought about that. There's a cat that just had kids. Cats have nine lives. What about the nine Mike lives? And nine. Oh, the nine livers? The nine lifers? <laughs> the nine livers? Nine livers. I'm going to need nine liver transplants. <laughs> okay. Uh, the niners? No, no wait. There's a trip. There's the nine, the cat, the ever ready. There's a, a black cat. Yeah, there's a black the cat. nine of the ever ready. I see, Everlast? Ever? Nope. That's my my niners. My, no, there's Micah Niner 49ers. Okay, we already yeah. have the football team. How come old... Gold miners aren't offended by the exploitative 49ers <laughs> the way they are. But not making a mockery of the nation. Shout out yeah. the nation. Shout out my bro chief. You know, you change rescues. They changed my high school. We're not the Braves no more. It's something else when I went to Birmingham. Uh, but the miners are fine with it. There's entire legions of uh, gold miners that are very offended. But <laughs> Maybe. Their families are all passed away by now. Nine ballers. Not nine like ballers. The, nine I think ballers. back in the day, it's always a different story of why I picked the nine. This is kind of mysterious. This time I'm thinking about how nine as a circle kind of has like that expanding and inner outer kind of vibration, like a snail shell, like a vortice kind of thing. You know, like it's like a... Yeah. 
not just a nine. You so know, you you don't remember like a, how why you why you chose that? I thought I thought my main reason was when I was studying the metaphysical Bible and whatnot and all the different you know collective um, orators, if I may, uh, or those who had books or you know anything related to you know spiritual works in the metaphysical field. Um, if there were different mics, there was a Michael, a Mikael, a Micah. Yeah. Uh, and Micah in Hebrew American, and, and what I've been told to study is more of a question in the sense of who is God like, yeah, or one who is God like. Is it connected they, to Michael, one, like Archangel Michael? That, that's another, that's another connector, and, and yeah. they're connected and connected. Yeah. But it was like at that time, maybe eight of them. So I'm like, okay, I'll be Micah nine, and I thought Micah nine was cool too because it was like I, I used to read a lot of science fiction. Oh, okay. I used to read a lot of science fiction. So whether it's like a clone number or a project number, or like it does sound like a science fiction movie. All right, call, nine. call, call the sci-fi vibe all the fans too. the archangels uh uh but see again that <laughs> but we're sci-fi with it mike and nine okay. so fans could be you know the um the manufacturers if it was uh, in a robotic sense or make a nine in my in my ai's in my entities sentient beings yeah. sentient sentient beings a shorter term for that what would it be um like a nine in my what is the metaphysical bible and my sentience but I don't want the word, the word power. You don't want the word sin in it. So you yeah. know you want to work it around another way. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get it. Yeah. My command and my lovers. Well, you don't want to be a lover, not a fighter. But we're fighters as well as writers. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you want to be a lover. My command and my, my arrows. Cupid's arrow comes to mind. Anyway, I'm, I'm just stretching out. Here we go. <laughs> well, I don't know right just, now. Oh, I, don't have, I don't have an answer. It'll come to us like. before the show yeah. ends. I okay. Um, the so metaphysical Bible. Yeah, what is the metaphysical Bible? I, I remember it was this big book, man, and it had a collection of different stuff in it, man, and you know, trying to surmise all the different um, ideologies and schools of thought, and it was its own source relating to um, the connectivity of all things mm. in a universal sense. Yeah, and, you know. How did you come about it? Um, I was just, you know, like always in the books. As I was young, my mom was in the books, my dad was in the books. And then it almost hit a fever pitch when I was living in New York and, you know, when I was hanging with Talib and he worked at a bookstore in Kiru Books, uh -huh. you know, I was spending, you know, like my money on books and shit, as well as weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And equipment. Yeah, that sounds like shit. a good book to buy. And, you know, I wouldn't just get the books for show or, or just like kind of cover, read, just read the whole book. So <laughs> sometimes, you know, I would just be like stuck for a day or two, just like grinding something out. And I know that's part of the vocab as well. For and sure. Right right yeah. I mean, you read so many books to a point where you, when you're young like that. You're like, okay, there's a world of ideas out there. Yeah. The Metaphysical you know. Bible by so Charles, Charles Fillmore. Charles which, Fillmore. Shout yes. out to Charles Fillmore. Shout out to Charles Fillmore. Yeah, there it is. It's a notable product or of 19th look up, century. Look up The Matrix by Valdemar Valerian or, or fucking Audrey Lord or freaking uh, Chancellor Williams or... Uh, you know, um, you know, so many books out there. Fools bright. Micah, have you done have you books. done DMT? Yes. <laughs> when was when was the time? Yes. When was the last yeah. time or the first time? All right, let's talk what about time the first is time. relative yeah. because you know the orbit of the stars and the moons and things are just relative to the observer. And so, yes, thank you. Have a great day. Shout Come out on. Jay with the beer run. <laughs> When, no, the beer walks slowly to the kitchen because it's hot <laughs> as fuck right now. Yeah, it is hot. And we're having this interview. And First time DMT. Man, you can come sit with us because we are yeah. like running the AC. We only have one AC. Yeah. And we have a totally. fan because I'm trying to balance yeah. Mother Nature. And, yes. And, uh, 
be the change you want to see, <laughs> not the spare change. He's starting with the man in the yeah. mirror. So the, the, the metaphysical, oh, I'm sorry. Not no, that. no, the DMT. DMT. First time you did DMT. Helping him to change yeah. his way. I'm sorry, that was my fault. Thank you, that was your fault. <laughs> totally your fault. I set him off. Baby, thank you. DMT, first time. Oh, the, the love of the DMT. Just let me react, because uh, it does apply, so I shall reply. Okay. Uh, visuals, the art, the different expressions, you know, different, like the calling, if you're called, if you're reaching, what is to be known, um, you, oh, you again, oh, okay, um, but stuff like, you know, and I have to make sure which one, I'm talking DMT, not kidding, I just, uh, uh, like, for example, you can look at a star and you can see how light refracts around gravitational lens and you feel the connection of the, with that starlight, you know, creative source, through the many, many millions of years, or however long it took, you know, in our spatial sense, or thoughts and sigh. But like, for example, I remember one time I hit one right, and even though my eyes were open, everything went black. Like, but it was a dark, super black, like, uh, fucking uh, anthracite black, like fucking Van Trex black, like a... Oh man, you know that super dark yeah. black, but kind of like a velvety '70s poster, you know, of sex positions with fluorescent lights. But like, not angles, hip hop, the best, you know, arrows and stuff in it. You know, your Alex Gray type stuff and yeah. all stuff, right? And so, for example, like, okay, you're gonna be meditating, and your hands are together, and you're folded with someone sitting in front of you, or maybe you're sitting in fours, and you know, you did out, and then, uh what was your hands or thumbs or, or hand mudra, you know, becomes like um, a fountain and you're enthralled in this hall. So your dimension is shifting, you're different places, man. And, and, but you're moving even though you're still. And so they say, you know, 13 minutes, 14 minutes, so it stays with your lifetime. You know, we studied the, the spirit molecule in the sense <laughs> of like, you, you, you know. Said, yeah. And so you might think, okay, I didn't smoke anything, I didn't do anything. You got dosed, you shook a hippie's hand, you, <laughs> you got spun or something. But no, nah, it's like you might just hit a good joint or something, or just fucking yeah. meditate. That's why you don't need drugs. Like you know, you just meditate and put yourself in a space where your realm shift. DMT is a realm shifter. How did you come about it? Uh, we talked a lot about it on the show. Okay. Um, I was in the bay and uh, I was with. Um, some cats that um, just came from down south and they didn't even have anyone to have the formal, you know, um, ayahuasca ceremony yeah. to get well, but it was more like you have some DMT and they tell me exactly what it makes you do and how you feel about it and I trusted them. So I was like, and I did everything. First I was like, oh, we have a runner. <laughs> and I'm running around the room and then second time, no, I just sat and just kind of fell back and passed out eyes closed and said like you know it's just like that kind of like it's such a beautiful thing but i don't know what the descriptive term is for the aroma but i'm like okay kind of pissy cat piss kind yes of, you yeah know? yeah i think it smells like, like a bag of rubber bands oh oh that's what it smells like to me a bag of rubber bands okay, that's your palette. huh <laughs> i like those rubber band balls <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we back like to the that. mud flaps? Not the trucker yeah. flaps, but like. Now like nah, let me stop, my nigga. It's ladies, 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 ladies present. 
Not only are we secure in our manhood, we're secure in our can goods, <laughs> in our hand goods. Dude, at this point in, in our, your career, in our hand cocks. You're, I mean, dude, you, you just dropped something. With, yeah, what's up? You had just dropped something with Factor. Yes, all um, You're already starting a new project. Mm. Is there a point? Working on a, a new freestyle fellowship joint, and, oh. and we want people to send us beats. So you know, send beats to ff ff shop beats. At gmail.com. FF Shop Beats. Yeah, or you can send them to, um, uh, uh, so just hit us directly, Facebook, whatever case may be, you know, and, um, you know, just make sure they're, they're tight and progressive. And I want to shout out the producers that we are working with as well, not taking anything away from them. And um, the different studios that we're working in and stuff. And, you know. When can we expect that? Uh, tracking wise, I would say we've taken our time on it. Mm -hmm. So. In a serious level, I know, like, you know, cats that live in different cities and towns, they have different schedules. And we were trying to make it more, you know, cohesive instead of just like, okay, you did your parts, and then you email it over here, the zip drive, you know, we transfer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, because you want cats in the room, you want to catch that same synergy and symbiotic, you know, connection. So it'll you know. be done when it's done. I'm thinking it's going to be done as soon as everybody lays the same motherfucking parts. Okay. <laughs> and when I get them, I try not to be, you know, backlogged on features or whatever. And it just really give them my solemn effort. Like, I just did a song called Trife with AC and Juke. You know, Juke did the chorus, yeah. AC did the verse, just tight. And then they sent me another song, so I got to knock that out. Something about a tunnel or something, you know. So they make presentations, which gives me full freedom to snatch a beat from somebody and, and do a start on it and then send it to them. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. This is weird. I can't believe it, that it just kind of like went over me. Yeah. Like, Freestyle Fellowship's going to have a new album? Yeah, that's... Um, what the fuck? That's what I was asking. Like, uh, did we just get an exclusive yeah, right now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it hit me. Like, it was almost like a like a wave. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, No, you didn't You didn't respond. And my thought was like, wait, did we... Oh, was I supposed to know this already? Because I'm pretty sure it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, especially when we form Voltron. Were you allowed to be telling just, us this right now? <laughs> well, by saying it, I will live up to it. Yeah, there you go. We promise not to fall the fuck off. Manifesting that reality. And yes, we've been recording. So, But it's not done. Until we have everyone on in peace and, and you know, Abby yeah. be down and, and TJ Kilo got beats and Plan again and just, you know, shout out Georgia and Mold. Just shout out so many people I know in the beat scene, as well as the future bass scene, as well as the EDM scene, you know. Yeah. I want to shout out Gino, Cachino, I want to shout out Paul Switch, I want to shout out Boggle, I want to shout out DJ Tasso, I want to shout out Daddy Kev, Gaslamp Killer, Race with Face, Nobody. You know, a lot of casters are really crushing it, you know. Um, I want to shout out Joseph Lineberg, I want to shout out Terrence Martin. You know, because they also incorporate live embellishments and true musicianship to the craft. You know, Robert Glasford, you know, uh, work with cats that um, got Grammys and shit. Yeah, you know, Billy yeah, Childs yeah. And shit. My homies got Grammys, man. And not to poo-poo that achievement at all. That shit is hard work. And they get in the room and they talk about, you know, how they felt for the day and whatever's on the news and how blessed we are to be that connected to uh, Prime Creator and, and, and what they call talented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me, I call it challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like, it can be. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. art and life, they not only imitate e each other, they um, they interweave, and then it's like, okay, you're you're thinking about a song after something just to release, you know, your emotions on what occurred in your life, and then other people feel it in their life. Yeah. And so it helps them relate and then it gets them through it. So, you know, when you got a fan that comes to me, man, I was going through some shit, man. And, you know, I, I named my child after you, man. And 
That's you heavy, know, man. I'm trying to be funny, but it's heavy, though. Yeah. It, it is heavy because it's, it's responsibility. Yeah. And you know you might have got a parking ticket, and then you see a <laughs> fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's all love. Yeah, Not man. right now, motherfucker. I got a <laughs> fucking ticket and shit. When I, I try to keep this in as much as possible, man. But no, it's a privilege and an honor and also responsibility just to keep it together, man. And, and stay true to the path of the craft, man. How has the experience been recording this album versus the older ones? Now that you guys are a little older, are a little wiser. It, oh, well, right now it's just, uh, we're just breaking the ice, bro. Yeah. Mm. We're going to do a bunch of tunes and pick them and shit, and people are going to catch wind. So producers have a some... chance. Producers, you have a Dig. chance right now. Dig. Yeah. And then we have a chance, too, because, you yeah. know, I like music, not just rapping, and not how we adapt to um, a mediocre track, if I was to even judge. You know, there's no par. I encourage young musicians. I'm not a music elitist. You know, just because this cat doesn't know all these scales, or just because this yeah. person can't play a lick, or this person... Is using the same word or biting somebody. I just, man, music is, is in general positive and creative. So it's film, so it's art, photography, mm. sculpture, and painting. Like, encourage that shit. And not only in the youth, you know, to save lives, especially in the urban youth, but in grown folks and old yeah. people. Like, so your hand is shaking. You can still paint. That's just your style. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's I really like refreshing, that. man, to hear well, that from uh, somebody, you know, shaking. of your stature. Dude, okay, before we let you go, by the way, thank you so That's much for being on I the show. That's why I look so dude. good. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't crack. Um, I'm rap don't crack. Dude, you got to give me these. I, I need to know this. Okay, one. Got to shout out Medusa. Got to shout oh, out Oh, shout out to Medusa. By the way, Medusa is going to get a podcast. No, the sisters, man, and not the token shout out, you know, yeah, Neb no. Love. I'm talking about hard ass sisters, and it seems to be like the gender issues and all that wild shit. Women equal pay, equal play, all that wild shit. LBGTQ, you know, you know, shout out just everybody that's dealing with the struggle in a real type way. You know, the refugees, the, the terrorists, all that wild shit. You know, it's a lot going on in the world right now. And, you know, people need to take a step back, take a deep breath, and just go, better that was pretty intense <laughs> <laughs> and when i do them over and over again they get longer yeah. and longer and longer and longer the more i do it we yeah. didn't edit that it's by a good way. way to warm up it's a good way to warm up but i hold it like maybe twice as long as that once i'm warm it's a good exercise and don't matter what tone your own is mm. or, or your whole tone you know if you're about um. to play a trumpet i used to play trumpet too that would help when i'm working on whole tones and keep my armature strong but it was, as an MC, all the, the different instruments and stuff that I studied um, helped me understand as an MC or, or a band leader from time to time, um, what it is I want, what it is I hear. And um, so that's why I want to work on my new album and try to keep a sense of you know, quintessential sort of as, you know, yeah. mindset. Yeah. Because people might hear me on a feature, and I love my features and stuff, and it's good work when you get it. Uh, you dig... 
I'm like, okay, oh, that's what Micah's on. But it's like, no, you just did a feature with somebody else, and that's the beat that you uh, did it on, and that's yeah, what they're yeah. hearing. And, you know, you might tell a producer, you know, no, send me something else, but they only have so much range in their dynamic. And, and so there's a, a, different, a full spectrum of different, pardon me, printers, uh, pr producers and whatnot. Yeah. So to do some quintessential, like, the next album I love to do, I like to do a couple tracks on it, but I got to learn. Yeah. You know, get, yeah. get, get my upgrade on certain things I want to do and not make take too much time to do it just okay do a track Michael. so I want to do a track you know a digital track or a digital track laced with live embellishments or a live track you know where I just write it all out and let people read and play um then I want to get other producers online you dig that have those same relationships you know because you can hear your sound in different people and plus when I rap on my own production it's like jacking off in the mirror it's like <laughs> you know it's too close comfort for me personally yeah. but when i do it it sounds good mm. and people like it and i think part of the cheating at it is that it's people cohesive, it it's cohesive. your sound is cohesive right. yeah. what you're hearing musically is in a similar range of picture what you're hearing verbally and vocally it just it blends that's why it has kind right. of you know a lot of producer rappers producer singers writer singers writers. a lot of people feel like it's your authentic self they're good yeah they're successful mm -hmm. you know across the board r&b you know neo soul you know <laughs> cats can write and you know it's express yourself so that's what's up. All right, dude. Um, Greatest artist you've ever seen? Who? Um, I would say... Live? You mean live? I mean, we got showbiz, and, you know, people that have a, a lot of catalog, mm -hmm. a wide catalog. No, it doesn't even have to be. One of the latest shows the that I've seen that I like, well, one of what came to my mind... Okay. It's one of the last uh, hip-hop shows I've seen. It was at the... Uh, is it the, the Greek up in Hollywood? Yeah. Or yeah. the Hollywood Bowl, one of those two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was the King of the Mics tour either a year or two ago. Mm. And it was De La Soul, mm. Public Enemy, Ice Cube, LL Cool J. Oh, wow. Wow. And just from all those eras, because I remember Cool J back, Some in, of the greatest back, in, the mid, of back in the mid, late 80s, when mid 80s, when. LL came out. I was like, "Oh, there's an MC in New York that the rhymes like similar to me, like yeah. that, that's down with the you know extended vocabulary." Mm. And I was getting those red tapes and those all, all the tapes from New York, you know, with like Ultra Mag, you know, kicking bait, you know, like an Ultra Mag and the pausing mm -hmm. and, and all, you know, just so I'm like, "All right, kindred spirits, even okay." Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, getting out on these rhymers and shit, and uh, so to see that cats kept it focused in their careers, you know. And all kudos and congrats to these dudes. Uh, to watch them still hold craft, wrap their ass off, and their catalog and know the showmanship, the performance skill. Watching Dayla all the hits and they crush, right? And then in the middle, the public enemy show, right? Flav does his thing, he gets off the stage and he runs to the crowd. I just happen to be standing, walking my way to the concession stand in the middle. And he's running around this way, then boom, he stops right here. He sees me, gives me a big ass handshake and a hug. Cameras just flashing. And I'm like, what? Flag? I'm in mean, flag. I'm in mean, We just yeah. did a thing um, on my birthday a couple years ago at Skid Row, Occupy Skid Row. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Chuck D. 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 Yeah. Pillar in the community. Pillar in the community. We need them as well, not just the mic and not because you said earlier, you know, there's no future. But no, we got. We stand on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> and so, no, we're public enemy, all them cats, man. Um, so that was the greatest sport. show you've seen in a while. 
because the way Cube dropped it, that gangster Cube shit. Cube still kills it. Man, he just crushed it, man. LL killed the PE, killed it. Daylock crushed it. Daylock's automatic. Like, because they don't stop. Like Too Short said, don't stop rapping. Don't stop rapping. Bitch! <laughs> and look, you know how E-40, right? So like E-40, he got that, Ugh. Yeah. You know, and Master G had his, mm, Yeah. Oh. I'm like, somebody got to bring back the, I got that. I got that. You wanted to touch it. Because that always sounded appropriate. That's an old school hip hop. You know, Curtis Blow and Kumo D used to do that. King Tim III. King Tim III was like, Fatback, don't you hesitate. Like the man with the golden voice. See, we got to do rapping like voiceovers. They're getting paid. They're doing voiceovers. They're doing movies. You used to be doing voiceovers. Now I need to talk to. Who's that that runs UTA, United Talent Agency? Ben Curtis or however, I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, I need to talk to one of them motherfuckers who put me in something. There you go. Ava, shout out Ava. Shout out Ava. Uh, Had a very great year. DuVernay. Dude, thank you, man. You've had a wonderful year. (laughs) Take us out, Micah. Take us out. (laughs) Take us out. Dude, thank you so much, brother. Um, thank you for having us in your house. He believes the children are our future. Yeah. Teach them well I mean, and let them I kind of think that, but not really. But you don't want to have any. Show no. them no. All <laughs> the Somebody else much better suited. Mike Knight's cat is better suited to be a parent than I am. Give them a sense. <laughs> I like that. All right, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining in while well, Mike and I take this out. Listen, make sure you tune in next week to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We have another surprise guest. But for now, we're going to let you uh, take it out to the musical stylings of Mike and I. And, and Kelsey Ray. <laughs> don't flush it well. Oh, we're down with that. We're down. I decided. Don't. Don't flush Long it. No, no, no. Ago. You may now flush the toilet. Never oh, to walk in it. You may now flush the toilet. <laughs> I'm not going to make a mockery of our great um, tunes and people lived and died for us to do what we're doing here. Thanks again for having me. Now, you may now flush it's the toilet. It's all love. <laughs> I mean, now, now. All I have to do is stand still to feel the love. Stand still. If you don't want to be the one who walks around the party. Stand still. To a standstill, ran real. I could rock your block with my hand skill. Man drilled, love to look around in the cat skill. Stand still, make it funky loud. Take a chance, deal. Brand bill, get my ball around. Do my grand hill, Durant peel. Paper taller now, future plan sealed. Jam till someone hit the ones in the scram shrill. Fam still, when I hit the drums, I'm too damn trill. Move participate in a move feet. Blues weep. If my heart is an ache and produce beats, news brief. Heard about a shit dig on who street, cool sweet. Word around, I've been big and crude. Chief, snooze, sleep, up at all kind of hours Do creep, school geek, covered my rhyming power on loose leaf Movie, if I step on your shoes, excuse me True G, and the weapon I choose to use, peace Stand still If you don't wanna be the one who walks around the party Stand still If you don't wanna groove with me, move your feet to the beat Stand still If you don't wanna be the one who rocks the rocks your body Still, better get me firm and demand skill and feel. Heavy set the terms, air the landfill. 
rat thrill People run around as you stand still Can't kill, lethal with the mouth Give a mad grill, clad ill Many fashion clothes, any fat till Pad frill, international, vintage goodwill Stand still like a mannequin With a tan shield, tranquil Never panicking as I stand still Move we swimming in water that's too deep Pools heat is depending how hot of the few freaks Zeus keep many animals feeding the chew meat Through teeth, even handlers needing a smooth sneak Who's leak from the lip and the tripping on Luke's peak Cute skeets when the slipping and dipping in wound reeks Who's cheap? I'm a ghetto executive room please Broom sweeps of competitive negative dudes weak Collection.com.